The idea first took fruition in the freshman dorm rooms of Rensselaer Polytechnic Institution. Two young and zealous engineers, Eben Beyer and Gavin McIntyre, were searching for a generic molecular assembly platform. While Eben and Gavin were not only friends and classmates during their time at RPI, they also became business partners, eventually founding one of the world's leading biomaterials companies. Today, this company is known as Ecovative Designs and is famous for growing high-performance and sustainable products. You might be wondering, what is the secret to their success? Well, it all comes down to a well-known friend, fungus, and in particular, its roots, known as mycelium. Infamous for showing up in long-forgotten relics which reside in the back of our refrigerators or the cracks in the ground of the public pool changing room, fungus is all around us. Commonly associated with arguably gross things, what most people don't know is that it lies at the heart of a new bio-based economy. With the ability to replace fossil-based materials and be both renewable and biodegradable, Fungus is one of the best sustainable alternatives. To list off just a few of its applications are its use in packaging, textiles, medicine, food, electronics, biofuels, detergents, automobiles, insulation, construction, and furniture. And while this may seem like a long list, the world and industry of mycelium is actually quite small. In fact, Ecovative was the first company to use mycelium as a material when they created their mushroom packaging as an alternative to styrofoam. I am making no wild claim and revealing no new information when I say the, world ne- the world's natural resources are dwindling and we must find renewable, renewable alternatives. With the emerging field of mycelium and inspiring inventions from companies such as Ecovative, there is still hope, and it's what brings us here today. I'm Kira Hebel, and I'll be your host for this evening's episode in which we will explore the world of fungus. As an amateur mushroom forager and an individual hoping to live a more sustainable lifestyle, I could not be more delighted to be here with Eben Beyer himself. Speaking about the new developments of the company and their goals for the future, here is Eben. Hi Kira, glad I could be here today. Me too. Almost wasn't sure if I'd make it. The traffic was not too kind. Haha, <laughs> oh yes, the LA traffic is always quite the hassle, but I see you're safe and sound with many a mushroom in hand. Yes, I brought a few of my favorites to show you after the show. Aside from the point, what would you like to know? Well, I can't wait. You know I'm a huge mushroom gal. Okay, now let's get to it. I'm currently interested to hear about what your company is working on at the moment and what makes the products unique from your competitors. So our newest design, which I'm most excited about, is our spin-off company, Atlas Food Co., which creates whole cuts of plant-based meats. Most plant-based meats on the market are ground and don't have the shape, texture, or for that matter, taste of real meat. However, by employing cell culture with 3D mycelium scaffolding, animal tissue can be almost perfectly replicated. 
this all sounds very intriguing but as someone who is not a bioengineer can you explain exactly what 3d scaffolding is and how it works of course so as we all know human and animal tissues are all a part of a larger biological system and therefore programmed to grow best when attached to neighboring cells so in order for cells to grow outside of the body there must be a body-like tissue base for the cell to anchor to and survive well enough in order to replicate there are two ways to do this either by 2d or 3d cell culture 2d cell culture is what people normally imagine when thinking of crazy scientists in a lab doing some sort of bioengineering which involves growing things in petri dishes but in reality this is not very efficient and can't be done in large-scale production so instead ecovative has looked at 3d cell culture which involves scaffolding so basically a 3d based structure for cells to not only survive and replicate on top of but grow into and become a part of now what makes mycelium scaffolding so unique is that you can eat it so in the end you can eat the entire slab of meat including the scaffolding it is biocompatible it's affordable and generates complex 3d structures that support the growth of a wide range of cell types on top of all this when raised in correct conditions mycelium can achieve almost any flavor and texture without any sort of generic genetic modification this sounds like such a wonderful prospect but are you at all worried about how successful this meat will actually be i'm aware that most meat eaters myself included don't want to give up eating meat because there is really nothing else out there that's quite like it you know i'm not worried at all what characteristics truly define meat are its structure and we can mimic that almost perfectly with mycelium we have gone to countless food industry professionals and have gotten our plant-based meats down to a t i think for the first time ever meat lovers may actually consider switching to plant-based meats because it, because it is now an almost identical alternative you know atlas food co is poised to become a billion dollar u.s business over the next five years so it is going to have a tremendous positive impact on our world's food supply train who knew that mycelium would become such a big business when only 12 years ago there was not a mycelium product or material out there you truly were the first person to create this entirely new branch of science <laughs> i'm not usually one to take accolade but this statement is true and it's exciting to now see others becoming involved in mycelium industry as well there's so much hope for mycelium and its ability to help preserve our world this has truly been an inspiring talk with you today eben unfortunately it seems we're running out of time are there any last words you would like to leave the audience with yeah I have something to share that's somewhat funny and hopefully a bit inspiring. Last week, we were actually able to grow a miniature house of mycelium in our ecovative parking lot. The best part was when the wall was punctured, you could just spritz it with water and it would grow back. Unfortunately, sometimes when it grew back, you'd have a mushroom in the wall, which, you know, isn't too desirable. But hey, it's a good start in some direction. <laughs> I would definitely say so. All right, folks, 
looks like that will that will wrap up our evening here with Eben and this episode of Cure Inquiries. Hopefully you all leave thinking of funguses more than just our gross little furry friends. I'll see you next Tuesday. Until then.